rules out there. Are you ready? Well, you better buckle up because it's time for the show, ladies and gentlemen. Straight out of your sister's bedroom. It's your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Without further ado, it's the Ring Scoops Podcast with your host, Wade Needham. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a new episode of the Ring Scoops podcast right here on ringscoops.com. Webmaster Wade here. And uh, I have got a special co-host on this episode that has not done a podcast with me in quite some time. He is the man. That's right. And I'm not talking Becky Lynch. I'm talking about the KKK. Oh, no, no. That is retired. We have got the it's KJ. It's just the KJ now. It's there just the KJ go. now. <laughs> How you doing, Wade? KJ, man. It's been a long time, bro. It's been a really long time. Like, what, uh, 17 years? If you, if you don't count Dave and Busters. Well, true. Yeah. That was live, too, I think, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't think we've done a podcast. I don't think we've done, like, a recorded one. That was only live. So I think the last time we got together was that live reunion at Dave and Busters. But, yeah. yeah. Other than that, I think it might have been uh, <clears throat> maybe in... Miami for Survivor Series. When Stone Cold still had hair. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, maybe not that long. Yeah. Maybe yeah. The Rock. Yeah, you were knee-high to a duck high, bro. <laughs> little KJ. Little Boy Scout KJ. <laughs> Back when Sid still had all his bones together. Oh, Dude, Sid, man. I, I, for those that are you know not aware of the context here, we, we were at a pizza place here in uh, Hemet, wonderful Hemet, California. <laughs> it's best called, town in America. Best town, right? Yeah, we're at Megabytes, and uh, earlier I was telling the story about when I got to meet uh, Sid at Wrestle Reunion in, in 2012. Sid Vicious, for those of you who have been living under a rock. Or... Yeah, not not to be confused with, uh, you know, Sit on my face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about the bad guy from Toy Story that blew all those little fuckers up. I never watched Toy Story. Really? I've never seen any of the Toy Story movies. Wow. This yeah. podcast is about to take a turn. Why haven't you watched Toy Story? <laughs> I don't know. When it came out, I guess I was just, I felt like I was too old to watch it. I just never went back and watched any of them. You have to, li- you have to let that child in your heart out a little bit. Wait. And child, to, child in my heart? The child in your heart. You have to let him out. Let him watch Toy Story. It's almost like the theme song to the movie Rad, except it's not thunder in my heart. It's a child in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that movie will give you a woody. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, look at how you're wolfing down this drink here. I think you got a little buzz. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's making me have a slinky dog. You're making me crazy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a little while ago, we were over at the uh, the karaoke machine or whatever the jukebox. jukebox. Yeah, jukebox hero. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I want to do karaoke. Uh, it's on the mind. But uh, KJ discovered that it has a camera on it. You can take pictures of yourself. So he was taking some mug shots over there. And... Yep, I wanted some pictures of myself. They said I thought it would print, but then I looked and there was no printer. Yeah. So I it's, guess it was. He had a line around the corner of all the different hot honeys here, charging. You know, like they got the the, the kiss booth. KJ's got the uh, the camera booth. I do. And it's really useful when you're watching a really pretty girl at the bar and you just want a picture of her forever, and you just like move your head so you can see her on the camera. 
and just wait, take the picture until she's walking by. Yeah. yeah. The chick working the bar? Well, it's a dude up there now. It looks like Luis Guzman, but the chick that was working the bar a little minute ago, she was, she got body karate, man. And I got some uh, some great jukebox pictures of her now. She doesn't live here. Nope. Uh, just uh, in my mind. Uh, free. Free, free. Put her, in free. The, put her in the spank tank. Yep. Right into it. Spank her in the spank tank. I wonder if I can get my refill now. Oh, yeah. I should ask. I wonder where she got her ink done. Hey. Oh. No, is that not how you get someone's attention? You can't spank people in public. I thought the waitress liked that. I don't. I should ask her. I don't you, know. You she might, you she might. gave me a dirty look when I just did it. Ooh, I like dirty. She looks like she's dirty enough, but just with the right amount of clean. Like Mr. Clean. There you go, man. There you go. This is an off-the-rails Ring Scoops podcast. What? But you know what? That's fine, though, because Ring Scoops has pivoted in 2023. I don't know if you know this or not. We're not exclusive to wrestling anymore. I didn't. No, Ring Scoops, when it first started, you know, wrestling, ring, news, scoops, all that kind of stuff, right? But Ring now stands for... I did notice the jewelry update on your website, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, we, we sell lingerie <laughs> and all that good stuff, you know. Cock rings. Cock rings, yeah. <laughs> little Prince Alberts and, you know... But uh, yeah, no, you know, ring stands for it's a circle of friendship, and then the scoops is in information and discourse. So it's just all over the place, you know. We can and the thirty-one flavors is just literally and the thirteen ice cream on the herbs cake. and spices. Absolutely, Wade's got his own secret recipe. Chips, his own whips, and dips on the nipples, and all kinds of good stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And la- yeah laser sharks. You remember the old laser sharks? Oh, you can't go wrong with them. you and Blade, man. That green screen. Remember yeah, you gave him the Samoan spike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just knock, knocked him right out, man. That's what you do. I've never seen anybody give another person a tracheotomy like that. <laughs> you never seen that before? No. I've done that to a couple people. Well, you know what? I, I learned it from the best. I think he was a little bit better than the first time in his 25 years on the, this God's green earth that he finally had oxygen to the brain. Is that why he was doing all that math that day? That's why he, he mouth breather. Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, you know he's out in Vegas now. Oh. Yeah. Shit. What's yeah. he doing out there? Just Losing work, money? Working the streets. Oh. Making money. Making, well, uh, uh, <laughs> Trying to make that uh, money. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, excuse me, ma'am. I was wondering if I can get that free refill, please. Yes. I'll be right back. Thank you so much. Alrighty. Yeah, that waitress. Cheap bastard. Always asking for free shit. Well, yeah. Well, you know, she didn't bring it before she closed out the check. I guess legally she could still open up a new tab on it. Well, luckily you didn't leave her a tip. <clears throat> that's later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when she's taking the tip. Taking the tip, yes. I'm a giver, not a receiver. <laughs> that's very generous of you. Tis the season. <laughs> it's not Christmas. <laughs> it, it is my book. It's always Christmas. <laughs> All right, so... What's up in the world of wrestling, my friend? What are we looking at? Well, last last week was the Royal Fumble, and uh, it was a good match. It was a good show. Was it? I liked it. Did you watch it? I ended up. I scrolled through a lot of it. Like I watched the main card. I watched most of the women's. <laughs> like there were some spots in the middle that were fumbled, but they always I and mean, it happens. Um, right on. Thank you so you much. You guys have a great night. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. All righty. Oh, look at she brought me a big glass. Oh, yeah. This was my glass right yeah. here, right? All right, I'm taking my straw back. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. Straw's almost being, like, you know, drowned in there, man. 
obviously you can't go you can't go and uh, talk about the Royal Rumble without talking about the Sami Zayn angle. <coughs> and Dude, hottest angle in wrestling in such a long time, right? It's crazy to think like three years ago you said Sami Zayn was going into WrestleMania as the hottest thing. People would have slapped you in the fucking face. And a like, year ago. Even a year ago, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he went into that match with uh, Johnny Knoxville with a big mousetrap. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> right. That was still... Yeah, and now a year later, going into the chamber, he's got a title match against Roman Reigns. That's craziness. What do you think? Where do you think they're going to end up going with it? Where do you think all this bloodline stuff is heading? If I had to make a prediction, I think at Elimination Chamber, I think Jey Uso is going to turn on Sammy, align himself back with the bloodline, and I think that's going to set up Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos at WrestleMania for the tag titles. And that way Roman is free at that point, now that he's got a win over Sammy, to move on against Cody for WrestleMania. But here's the thing. Do you do Cody and Roman night one or night two? Uh, you know, it would be dependent. I am going to go on a limb and say they'll probably do it night one. Um, I do think if they're going to give Cody the title, they're going to be playing that replay for the next couple of years or decades. So uh, they'd do it on night two on that case. But I don't necessarily think they're going to give Cody the title. I really don't. I mean, that could be his moment. I don't know if Vince is going to let him have that moment. But well, Vince ain't running creative as far as think, we know, right? Yeah, you would yeah. think so. But if he's back there and he pulls his games like he has been with the board shit, then he would, if he didn't like a champion, he would definitely use his, you know, old muscles to try to maneuver the situation. Yeah. I think he has more control creatively than they want people to know because they don't want people to get pissed off. That's true. I mean, ultimately, he can do whatever the hell he wants with the company. 81% footing power. Right. You can't yeah. do anything about it, and that's the whole thing, all the lawsuits. So I do see a reckoning coming up in the next year. I think this is, like, going to be the precipice of a really good WrestleMania. I think once these lawsuits start to hit, like really hit next year, because right now there's, what, five to seven. A couple of them are going to get thrown out already, though, because he changed, once he got back in, he changed the corporate bylaw policies back to the original. So people that file a lawsuit about him changing that, they have no suit anymore because he changed it back. Well, he changed it back now, but it doesn't predate for when they bought into the company. So a lot of the people who are doing the lawsuits right now, they became stockholders or shareholders prior to that and so when they bought the shares the court is going to side with who actually what what the contract and the agreement was at the time they did that so Vince can't like if, if you kill someone and then you're like you know what murder's legal now because it's my company and they're like well that doesn't change that it wasn't legal when you did it he's he's playing games he has smart lawyers but there's going to be a judge who sees through that they're not all going to hit the sympathetic judges in my mind yeah, but the issue with a lot of those lawsuits about when he came back, it wasn't about at the time of when people bought in. It was more about him changing the bylaws. Shareholders didn't agree with the changes. So they sued him because they didn't like the changes, and then he changed it back to what they liked. There's no suit because they got what they wanted. In a way, that's a settlement out of court, right? Because he gave them what they wanted. I didn't realize he had turned it around like that. Yeah, so he, he played them on it. And then... They have to pay for their own legal fees. So so it depends on who wants to take it to that point. I mean, ethically, that's wrong, right? But legally, he played the game, no pun intended, and he won. That's, that's the crazy thing about law is, like, if you don't break it but you bend it, you still win. 
So even if he wins there, what's going to happen is there's going to be a big distrust from the shareholders. That he, I mean, I heard somebody talk about taking it back into a private entity away from being public. Yes, and, a rumor, yeah. And so if they did, I mean, that will change the game. That will change the game, I think, for the wrestlers. I think not in a good way necessarily, in a different way, but um, I definitely think it's going to really have an... It's, that's going to be an over-encompassing view of a lot of the stuff that goes on in WWE. So right now, none of that's hit the fan yet, and everyone gets to be on the Zane train. The Zane train. But... In Zane and the Min Zane. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like, nine years ago when they brought in the WWE Network, that changed the game on, like, pay-per-view really bonuses. A lot of people were pissed. CM Punk left for various reasons, but that was one main one. But if they take the company back private, like you said, that's going to be a big game changer too. I think that'll be bigger than when they brought the network in. Right, yeah. for sure. It's going to and it will just hit so many different levels that it's going to be really hard for the wrestlers to work hard enough to over overthrow the shadow of all the corporate goings on. That's unfortunate for the wrestlers, but AEW is right there. <laughs> AEW, I mean, they're like, hey, we're here. They're bringing talent in day by day. They're doing shows more so than TNA ever did. Yeah. As far as their California tour, it took TNA so many years to get, like, a, they had a Southern California tour with three dates, I believe twice now. Yeah. Like, they have the team from all these guys that can do that, and yeah. they're able to really market themselves, even if they're not to a wide degree. The action figures are nice. Like, TNA's action figures suck dick. They did. These action figures for AEW and already their, their are... video games suck, too. They people are saying the new AEW game is supposed to be really good. I've, I've seen clips of it. It looks pretty promising. I just hope it's not like the Impact game. Right. The Impact game, like, entrances were, like, 10 seconds long. You're very limited in your creative characters. Right. But the game mechanics of how you do a match, that was fun. Right. And then the Ultimate X, that was good, too. Well, I'm looking forward to the War Games match the new WWE game. That'll yeah, be crazy. It comes out in about a month or so. Yep, I'm yeah. going to get that just for that War Games match. That's it. It's the only selling point for me. I'm going to shit day, about John Cena. Day one? What console? Do what? What console? Oh, I pro- I probably my Xbox. Maybe the Xbox, I think. All right. I sometimes do PlayStation, but I like the WWE games better with the Xbox controller. I got to get your gamer tag on there, man, because I have Xbox, too. Oh, fuck yeah. We should. Yeah. That would be awesome. We'll play some yeah. cross matches. And if anybody out there is listening, my gamer tag is Jilly Jacker, by the way. No lie. It's Jilly Jacker. Yeah, I know. It sounds weird, right? No, it doesn't sound. It's a Jilly Jacker, to say the least. You ever jacked a Jilly? I've jacked off a guy named Jill. A guy named Jill? Taiwan shit. Jack? Yeah. Wow. Is his last name Daniels? I think it was... Uh, you dropped your lime again, Kate. <laughs> I don't know what his last name was. Probably Daniels. Yeah. None of us have had any drinks today, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. I'm flying high on Diet Pepsi. Yep. I'm drinking a Michelada. Taka still wrestling? <laughs> Michitaka. Huh? A Michelada driver? Michelada driver. That's what I'm having right now. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Mm. I like those, especially with the black olives on them. You got to fill it with olives. So, as far as my prediction, I actually think it's going to go in a different direction than you do with the Bloodline feud. Okay. I believe that they're going to spend the next few... I mean, the Elimination Chamber is only like two or three weeks away, so maybe not the next few weeks. But <clears throat> I think it's going to be a tag match at the pay-per-view between the Usos. I think they're going to do it at Elimination Chamber to 
further the feud before WrestleMania, and I think during that match it's going to be a tease between, you know, are they on the same team, can they reconcile, and I think his brother's just going to kick the shit out of them in the Elimination Chamber and cost them the match, and it's going to, they're going to go with a brother versus brother at WrestleMania because they've already, got, they've already got Dominic versus Ray lined up. If you have a father-son, brother-brother, WWE loves that shit. Like, they love being able to say... Well, now we've got father versus son on the card. Now brother versus brother, the Usos at WrestleMania. It's a family tradition at WrestleMania. And then you've got, you know, Roman doing the stuff with Zayn, so you'll probably have interference from them. But ultimately, if you want them to have their own part in this feud, they they have to space it from the Roman thing. They can't have Roman overshadowing everything. Or Zayn, like the Usos are great character actors. You know, they're great characters. They are great wrestlers, and they've been in this industry over a decade now, just WWE. Yeah. (laughs) So... I remember the night they came in. Right. They had a good entrance, by the way. They, like, their introduction was one of the better tag team. Absolutely. I think it was, like, a week after... um, you and I went to, uh, it was yep. me, you, Jesse, and, and your girlfriend at the time, we went to Staples Center yep. for a SmackDown. And they came in like, I think it was, yeah, maybe a week or two after I that. remember marking out so much when the the Hart Dynasty came out, man. Oh, yeah, I forgot the Hart yeah. Dynasty came out of that show. That was crazy. Yeah, because they did the ECW tapings. We saw Sheamus in a dark match That's before he came up on the main roster. Before he was even in there. Yeah, yeah. Crazy how times change now. Wow, that was some fun times, man. I loved it back then. We did crazy stuff. We did some crazy shows. We, we were did, in Florida. We did fucking Friday, walking to 7-Eleven. We did, yeah, we've done so many We didn't things. even make it to 7-Eleven, remember? <laughs> With the Hollywood video. Oh, yeah, we went to the Game Store. Yeah, game Crazy. Game Crazy. That's what it was called. I was about to say GameStop. But <laughs> right. It wasn't Game That was still just an online store at that time. Right, you'd yeah. only purchase. Yeah, and then we snuck in video camera in the movie theater <laughs> that's right we just <laughs> fucking fired it <laughs> without a paddle huh it was without a paddle yeah, that we yeah. saw and then, and then we put it out there for everybody to know what we did and we're like hey you guys want to see part of this movie Hollywood never wants it's all good so if you're listening to Hollywood sorry about that yeah, yeah we were the we probably based on the views we got from that we probably owe you like 35 cents hey I think I owe more at the library <laughs> You know, like a dollar, what, dollar seventy-five over at the library because you kept that porn out. I want my phone. I never went to the library. I never learned how to read. <laughs> you know how to read? What are you talking about? You're a very well-read individual, my friend. Yeah, you know, I, I prefer, you know, you know, my women like my books, the Braille edition. <laughs> you like to be able to just feel your fill, way. Fill them out, man, like a map, like a road map. Like Dora's map. Hey, wait, wait, hey, that's a minor. What? That's, that's a minor. I think she's a little girl. I think my, I think her dad might have been a minor, but I don't know. Oh, they never showed his spice story. mines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and someone's the jalapeno mines. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow, that's some deep-rooted stuff right there, bro. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> oh wow! Get some diamonds too. Jeez. Hey, hey, the, the cute girls at the bar are working again. Right. You should roll over and say hello. I like the I like the tall one. I'm a tall one. Yeah, I should go over there. She's a tall glass of water. That I one. I should take the sound recorder over there too and shoot my shot. Oh, she left. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that one is cuter. You just you shot too early. You shot too late. <laughs> <laughs> a little premature. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. Yeah, I know. It's been a good good year of wrestling and a good year of. Yeah, it is, you know. And, you know, a little while ago, you mentioned, you know, it, 
AEW being right there, you know, on the cusp and everything. On the cusp. And they are. I, I would say that they are the number two in the country. But I think there's a promotion a lot of people are, like, not keeping an eye on that they should. It's going to be a dark horse. And they've had an absolute brilliant growth over the last few years. And that's Major League Wrestling, MLW. They just, they just got uh, signed on to a... I can't remember the name of the streaming network. It's a big streaming network, nice. you know. But then at the same time, I mean, the AEW's still growing. They just got the DAZN contract, and that's oh. huge too. Yeah, that's really big for them to be able to have that. I yeah, MLW. I mean, I don't think they're on the same level yet, but they are definitely, you know, having some people come out of there that are really. I think they're going to have futures in other territories. I don't necessarily see MLW coming up to sneak on AEW, but as an alternative. Having alternatives is amazing. Oh, absolutely, man. So the more alternatives there are, the more work there is for the guys, and it keeps them on point. I look at, like, the, the situation now in wrestling. WWE is WWE. AEW is, like, where WCW was. And MLW is kind of like where ECW was because they got a lot of newcomers. They have different styles. They got lucha. They got power. They got uh, strongman, hardcore. They got everything for everybody. It's got the youth movement, but they also got a lot of older guys going in as well, so they mix things up. Like Enzo. Enzo is huge over there right, right. now. You know? Um, they had Jim Cornette on commentary years ago. He did phenomenal as a color analyst. I, I, well, he always... That Cornette's always been good as a color analyst. I, I love Jim Cornette. His podcast is great. You ever listen to his podcast? <laughs> I've heard a few, but I haven't, like, not generally. Is he funny? <laughs> hey, dude, you should hear him review just the Hulk Hogan segment from Raw 30. It's... It's genius. It's the best 10 minutes you'll ever hear on a podcast. <laughs> they, just, they just rip Hogan apart. Or they, uh, him and Brian Last did an analysis of uh, the rumor of Hulk Hogan joining Scientology. It's the greatest 20-minute recap of if he's going to be a Scientologist or not. Did you see the video that they, speaking of Hulk Hogan, you see the video he posted with Paul Heyman? Oh. No, Heyman posted the other day. And, and it's not a serious story. It was like a funny clip. But Heyman posted a thing with Hogan coming up to him this weekend right after the rumble and being like I need some of that ooze juice brother I'm sick of Hulkamania so there, so he was like doing his promo with Heyman and being like you need to bring me in Paul you need to bring me in I'm sick of Hulkamania I want to change bring me give me that ooze juice and so Paul Heyman promoted that and everyone's like is Hogan gonna join the bloodline oh shit <laughs> he's gonna be a blood brother <laughs> <laughs> brother blood <laughs> And then to take on his, his blood, they're going to bring in a crip. You're going to bring in Hogan's. Hogan's. I should be the ultimate crip. The ultimate crip pull. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? I'd be the handicapped champion of the world, man. <laughs> Blue power. Yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> Call yourself a crip and just have a big flagpole. Isn't that crip pull? You ever watch the old sketch comedy show back in the day in Limby Color? Yeah. When Damon Wayans had that character, Handyman? Yep. Yeah. Never underestimate the power of the handicap. <laughs> up, up, and away. <laughs> that show and was a little classic. Side, little sidekick, little midget woman. <laughs> that was great, man. He crime fighting. Like, the first one they did, he, he had to go open up a, a handicap stall for a guy in a wheelchair because some dude was in there taking it up. And he ripped the door right off, and the guy's in there watching TV on the toilet. <laughs> and he just threw him out the window, and the guy in the wheelchair's like, Thanks, handyman. Now I can use the handicap stall. <laughs> <laughs> That show would not last today. Oh, hell, that show wouldn't have lasted 10 years ago, man. It got canceled in the 90s for being too raunchy. That, that's how raunchy it was. The 90s they get canceled in the 90s. Yeah. 
it's very hard to get canceled in the 90s. Yeah, and then they gave us Mad TV, which was great for the first five years. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mad Magazine is still where it's at, though. That was a good... I loved Cracked Magazine back in the day. Remember those? No. Oh, Cracked. Yeah, yeah Cracked. You ever read Cracked? Uh, we're asking our producer lady over here if she liked Cracked, you know? Because we got a big operation here. we got all kinds of stuff. KJ and I are in front of the mic. we got a producer lady behind the mic. Yeah. Yep. Just making sure all the sound levels are checked. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Doing a good job. <laughs> Godspeed, and thank you for your service. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And after this, we're going to make her walk a straight line. <laughs> yep. And then she That's what she to, said. Then she'll have to run the straight line. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll all just do straight lines. <laughs> then we'll use this table and do a bunch of lines. Yeah, that's a long table. We get one long-ass line across here. Anybody got a dollar bill? <laughs> you guys got a piece of, like, a glass mirror we can put on you? Can I take off your bathroom? <laughs> That way we can get a little bit of Hemet in there, too. <laughs> this podcast needed more Hemet because we're, we're a strictly professional organization <laughs> here. We're a cowboy. We need more Hemet. Uh, we're as serious as... <laughs> we're as serious as Jamie Kennedy's comedy career. There's another chick over there at the bar that's pretty cute. <laughs> Wait, Jimmy, Jamie Kennedy? I said, we're as serious as Jamie Kennedy's comedy career. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, this podcast bombed in his career. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. His career is so dead that Edgar Allan Poe tried to fuck it. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy has had he's he's made so many bombs that Hiroshima was like holy shit that's a lot of bombs <laughs> <laughs> made it look like a bath bomb <laughs> I don't know if this is going to see the light of day Fuck I it. heard more laughs at Queen Elizabeth's funeral than I heard at Jamie Kennedy's comedy club <laughs> oh, wow Fuck that guy. Wow. <laughs> Talk shit to me on Twitter. Yeah, fuck you, Jamie Kennedy. Fuck you, Jamie Kennedy. I'm gonna now tag- I'm least wanted from your ticket sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be rad. We're gonna, uh, we're, I'm gonna tag him. We should. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna get him the block ring scoops. Fuck him. He won't block ring scoops. He likes, the, he likes the attention. When yeah. you don't have any attention, even negative attention is good. I'm going to start a fight with him. Jamie Kennedy, I'm coming after you, man. <laughs> We're challenging you to a match, Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As Booker T said, we come up for you. Me, <laughs> <laughs> <Be> hungry. <laughs> that's right, man. We're going to whoop your ass. If you guys don't know who Jamie Kennedy is, I don't. They don't. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. They don't. <laughs> He's the guy yeah. that made the rules and scream, I guess, right? Like, that was well, it. That's one of them. The one that was less talented than Matthew Lillard. You ever seen his appearances on Entourage? They brought him uh, on Entourage. They, they had Jimmy Kennedy. Yeah, they had Jimmy Kennedy for like two or three episodes. Because uh, Johnny Drama and Dice Man were doing a cartoon, and Dice Man wanted more money, so they split. And they brought in Jamie Kennedy to do an Andrew Dice Clay impression for the cartoon, <laughs> and he just sucked. That's he just bad. sucked ass. He played himself. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like he didn't know it was part of the script. <laughs> he probably thought it was a real audition. Yeah, he was really trying his best. Yeah, he wanted to know where the casting couch was so he can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need it at least once in my life. <laughs> you are sounding motherfucker. Fucking Jamie. You know, he's not that far, man. He's like 20 miles away. We should go kick his ass right now. Let's do it right now. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him with a big rubber dick, break it off, and beat him with the rest of it. I'm taking Richie Slade to Jamie Candy's house. I'm having to fuck him up. Yeah. 
There That's a go. challenge, Richie. Yeah. I mean, I want to hire you. I got a million dollars, and I want to hire you to just kick the shit out of Jamie Kennedy, Richie. If you do that, I want to add on to the booking, and I'm going to hire James Earl Jones to just sit in the corner and watch and breathe heavily. That would be a good... Might have to up the money a little bit, but I think I can do that. And we're bringing Morgan Freeman in to do commentary with me. In a very relaxing voice, and he can't raise his voice. It was on he this has to day. be the voice of reason. It was on this day that I met Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Fucking Morgan Freeman. Did I ever tell you that I, I wrote an outline? I didn't write a script, but I wrote a whole outline for what I would envision a Shawshank Redemption prequel would be like? Uh, that's... No, for real. Like, years ago, my, bro- my brother, Anthony, was, like, obsessed with Shawshank, right? And we were just bullshitting one day. He got high. I didn't. But, you know, we started talking about shit, and he was like, man, do a sequel or a prequel. And I'm like, dude, it'd be about how Red got to Shawshank. 17-year-old kid committing murder or something like that, you know, and spilled all that up. And the last scene could be him walking into Shawshank, you know, and... It's a good. I had a whole outline. I did research on like how long, like what, how old he was when he met Andy Dufresne, what, how, what his age was supposed to be, or what year he went in. I backtracked it to find his age. I did a whole backstory on you know, fiance and family and marrying all that. I did my research on this shit. Still got the notes. It's on my iPad. That's crazy. Man. I should write that shit. You should. I think it'd be good. Yeah, man. Why not? We throw in some fucking zombies in there, shit. You know? <laughs> Just add a little bit of uh, today onto it. Just like, what is popular today? Yeah. <laughs> Zombies. Yeah. A, a the, a the Walking Dead, you know? <laughs> you know, I tried out for The Walking Dead. Did they hire you? Nope. How come? Couldn't walk. Oh. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Now, they told me to sign, you know, the prequel, Rolling Dead. <laughs> now we're going. They is wanted that, me to be the, uh, uh, the Flintstone car in the live-action Flintstone movie. But then you couldn't do that either. No. I heard about that song. Because they, they didn't have SUVs back in the Flintstone days. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about the song Adele wrote for you, Rolling in the Deep. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did you ever notice that in the Jetsons, there was black people? Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm not like. Well, not well like there goes half your fan base. <laughs> I'm sorry, Macavall. <laughs> Hashtag cancel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I apologize for that. Yeah, okay. Teddy, Teddy Long's on TV. Mm-hmm. He's doing all along. <laughs> He's not doing any better, folks. Is that a tag team match play? <laughs> Right, he's well, an analyst for the NBA now. I thought you were just gonna say he's just an, an anal. He's just an anal, <laughs> anal retentive motherfucker. The anal gland. Wrecked <laughs> <laughs> him. Hardly knew him. <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap things up, KJ, is there anything? Uh, any shout-outs, uh, words, of wisdom for anybody out there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, make sure you guys keep tuning in the Ring Scoops. These podcasts are always great. Wade, you're always top of the game on this stuff fuck you Jamie Kennedy that's pretty much it we should do this again we need to come and do some commentary WWE what 2023 is coming out we're gonna have to do some match commentary on it next time that the West Coast Wrestling Company runs a show 
should bring this new sound recorder, and I'll bring the XLR cables and the mics and mic stands, and we'll sit there with the mics in front of us, and we'll do commentary. Do <laughs> the commentary over it? Yeah, That'd be cool. and, and I'll figure out a way to plug it into my phone so we can go live. I'll dress, I'll dress up, I'll put sunglasses, I'll get like really healed out, I'll come all healed out to the show and just sit there. You already look like Roddy Piper right now. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to eat pizza and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of both pizza and bubblegum, so I guess I should leave. I'm just making a lot of dough over here, mega bites. Mega King, I'm challenging you to an eating contest, a pizza eating contest at Megabytes Pizza. All right, I know that was a bit. I know you're joking, but it actually sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Yeah. KJ versus Mega King in an eating contest at Megabytes. I will set it up. I will set see it, it up. I'll do it. it. I'll even wear my. I'll wear a Burger King crown. To, <laughs> Burger King. I'll be the Burger King. He'd be the Mega King. I will get you the Burger King inspired <laughs> Ring Scoops logo shirt to wear. <laughs> I accidentally wore that without intentionally knowing it when I met Jerry Lawler. And I got a picture with Jerry Lawler where he's got his arm around me and I'm wearing my Burger King ring scoop shirt. And when I took the, I got the picture, I sent it to Dennis and Dennis was like, dude, you got some balls on you, bro. And I was like, why? And he goes, because you got the Burger King shirt on. And I look at him like, oh, shit. And Jerry's got this smile like, you know. He didn't even notice. It's really tell. He's the nicest dude in the world though, man. Jerry Lawler gave me tickets to a pay-per-view one time. I did got, he really? Yeah, he did. Nice. I, had, I had my agent in L.A. when I was younger, and he was the same agent that all the WWE wrestlers, a lot of them had. King had him. Book, I think Booker T had him at one point. Um, and he said, hey, do you want seats to a pay-per-view? It's coming up, and uh, one of my uh, guys gave me two tickets. He didn't tell me it was King, so I went up to the box office. When I, Me and Jesse, it was me and Jesse. And when I got to the box office, they're like, oh, we don't see your name. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And they're like, oh, wait, here they are. And they were like behind the counter, and it said Jerry Lawler on the top corner. And it said two tickets, Kyle Johnson. So I guess Lawler had to go up and actually drop his extra tickets off for the agent. And we were like almost front row at one of the No Way Outs that had a horrible main event. The main event was just like one of the worst paper games I ever went to. But oh, man. the tickets, well, that was a cool part of the story. Right on, dude. I think... Shit. Kane main evented that one, so... Pay-per-view tickets from Jerry the King Lawler. You know, I'm over here thinking I'm special because Million Dollar Man hooked me up with house show tickets. That's amazing. And you got pay-per-view tickets from the King. The King gave me them. He gave me those. He's like, well, Kane's headlining it. No one wants these. You know what? No other wrestling... Oh, shit. Hit the fucking thing. My bad. I'm drunk over here, ladies. You and I are the only podcasters, I think, that probably got tickets to wrestling shows from WWE Hall of Famers. That's, a, that's something have, to be we challenged. We are in a league of our own, and we didn't even have to have a sex change operation to play baseball in the 40s. We are, the, we are a league of extraordinary gentlemen, for sure, my friend. Absolutely. <laughs> all righty. Well, that's going to wrap it up though, for this episode of the Ring Scoops Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in. Thank and you for having me on, Wade. That was fun. Thank you for, for uh, being on the show, man. You're always welcome on the show, bro. Absolutely. I'll come back on, check in. We'll try to do a call-in line one time and field some calls from our old friends. Maybe China would join us. Yeah, she might. Well, yeah. to see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hit up Sid Vicious in China to try to schedule an interview. Sid Vicious in China. I would have loved to have seen the match between those two. <laughs> you should have seen the matches after the shows went off the air. I heard the hotels had some. Wow. They got it's a little in and out. We don't mean the burgers. He he devoured her little China. Mm, man, power bomb. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good week, Wade. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check out Ring Scoops on social media. We're on all the major platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff, and Twitch. Username is Ring Scoops. Twitch. And also go to ringscoops.com for links to our shop where you can get all the T-shirts. We got pillows, glassware, all that stuff. And we also got the Ring Scoops card game over there on ringscoops.com as well. It's a fun well. game. We and played it. It's a really fun we game. We should have brought that with us. We'll have to do that sometime live on the air so people can see what that's all about. Get yeah, some orders yeah. flowing for that. That's yeah. going to be the next Hasbro game right there. Producer lady, you like to cut promos? It all depends. Okay. All right. I, I'm familiar with the pens. Adult, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never leave home without it. <laughs> it's very. So I feel about my lube. So I feel about my lube. Your lube? My lube. Can't leave home without it. Never know when you need that. That's right, man. KY Jelly Plan. The Kai Jelly Plan, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yes, that's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this thing is more off the rails than the Hindenburg, so we're going to go ahead and take out the trash. And I'm heading out now. All right. Until next time, be cool. Be cool.